You remember that time you were you were born with deformed hands and your parents <laughs> dumped you in the river? <laughs> no, it, I can't actually. I blocked that out. Yeah, it's it just bad memories, eh? You were like, <laughs> you just just erased it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Delete. I don't blame you. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. I we said this before we started recording. This is I've been anticipating this night and I know Batman is so big in your world. So I'm just I'm not like a kid on Christmas. I'm not that high on this, but I'm I'm interested to 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 chat. But I'm good. Yeah. Me how too. are you? Me too. Uh good. Busy. Busy like mm. Yeah, it's like uh it's mid-April and um and I had, I so there's this one class that happens every Wednesday. Ooh. And he doesn't always give assignments, but when he does, <laughs> he gives dos equis. No. Oh, he I was just going to say. He, he, he doesn't always give assignments, but when he does, it's like, um, it's like a nine out of 10 on the stress meter Ooh. because it's always like a one week tr- turnaround. Oh. And, um, and yeah, it's just there's a lot of like technical moving parts sure. um, in order to make this assignment happen. It's not just like a written, it's not right. just a written paper. Yep. Um, but, and so I've been feeling the crunch just, uh. just with all my classes because it's mm. April, right? And so yeah. you've got, you've got exams happening. Yep. You've got final assignments. I've got a final assignment in one class that's due in, um, <laughs> It's due in like a week and a half. Ooh. Um, I haven't, I haven't done as much on it as I should at this sure. point. Yep. Uh, and it's worth forty-five percent of my grade in that class. Ooh. Ugh. So it's like a, it's like a big freaking deal assignment. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I knew there was probably an assignment coming from this hard class today. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, here we go. Like, whenever I get assignment in this class, it's like. A couple all-nighters with some energy drinks and some like just trying to get through. It's it's a, a totally unhealthy regimen, but it's like <laughs> it's it's how I do well on them. Anyways, you have to do uh, what you have gave, to do. So he gave three assignments today. Three, three. <laughs> wow. Uh, like I just I got as as soon as that class ended, I got in the car and I went for a drive because I was like. <laughs> I just need to clear my head. I need to remember what outside looks like. Right. I need to get one one last good look at it for the next two weeks. My gosh. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be intense. Um, but yeah, busy. And on top of all that, on top of school, uh, I knew a really busy time in school was coming up, mm. and I wasn't gonna have any time for much fun. So I sure. started a gaming YouTube channel. <laughs> right. Because why not? Why, <laughs> why not? not? With, so far with daily uploads. Oh. Daily uploads. Good lord. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be shameless and self-promote it by by posting a link in the uh, do it in do the it show up. notes there. But you yeah, should go yeah. subscribe. Yeah, because okay. inevitably, when the podcast crumbles because we get sued or something, <laughs> uh, it's going to be my fallback on, oh. on that YouTube channel. And you know what? I look uh, forward to. I look forward to like the kind of A&E documentary when it's about you when your gaming channel has gone big and they'll be like who's this loser and I'll be like I was on the podcast with Brady before he made it big 
Yeah, you'll be English by that point. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, and you'll be like, I knew that loser before he paid video games <laughs> on the internet. Right. right. Bloody hell. I taught him everything he knew about video games. About video games. It was really yeah. my channel. He stole it. It was, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sue uh, him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sue him, Governor. Um, <laughs> but welcome. Yes. Welcome, welcome. My name welcome. is Brady. I'm Peter. And uh, we have this little little show on the internet that we do mm. sometimes. Yes. Also, like, you know, every week. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, We're sometimes every week. We're referred to as the Just, I mean, sorry, the Movie Men podcast. Yes. Um... What do you what do you want what do you want to say, Batman? There's there's no, there's nothing nothing to say. Podcast episode over. Yeah, <laughs> we Batman. are co- a continuation of our Batman series where Brady is a fan. He's a believer. He loves everything Batman, and I'm I'm a lukewarm. I like some Batman things, but I've barely dipped my toes as far as all the Batman film sin or films. And um, I'm I'm walking through. Yeah, you're the more of a Brady. you're more of a Green Lantern fan. Ah, uh, that movie, man, so good. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm kidding. Have you seen Green Lantern? Is that the one with like Seth Rogen? No, that's Green Hornet. Green Lantern oh. was the Ryan Reynolds one. I have um, seen it. Where his, I, his entire I, suit was like CGI'd <laughs> onto him. Why? <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. It was something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we move but, right along. We're doing today. We're doing the sequel to the original Batman movie. So this is the 1992 Batman Returns by uh, what's his yep. name again? That no, mm, that director uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Tim Burton. There you Tim go. Tim Burton. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scored by Danny Elfman. Mm, yes. I mean, so I'm like. You know, it's it's how how, how can I fail? Really, like mm-hmm. on paper, on paper, you have a film with Michael Keaton in it. Yep, yep. Danny DeVito. That's that checks out. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Directed by Tim Burton. Hmm. Scored by Danny Elfman. Hmm. And it just happens to also be a Batman movie. Oh, and, oh, sorry, and Christopher Walken. I was going to say, way to just skim over that. Right? So, like, right out of the gate, this is, like, star stuff. Like, this thing Mm -hmm. is set up to to succeed. Yeah. Were you surprised when Christopher Walken showed up? Surprised? Did you know he was in it? I... Did not. Surprised is not... Th- I know I was not surprised. We, um... We've... For uh, for those who aren't familiar, we did all 72 of the James Bond films. And there is one that actually had Christopher Walken as a villain. So, uh, that surprised me. This, if, I, if it was my first kind of off role for Christopher Walken would have surprised me but the being as a Bond villain kind of warmed me up to this so this was kind of like okay same ballpark kind of an abnormal character for him to play so um, it was strange it was different 
But because of my background of seeing him as a Bond villain, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't shocked. Right. Okay. Uh, so do you have some trivia for me? Are you going to give me trivia with a Batman movie? I am. It's not in the form of yes. a question. I I struggled okay. with how to like mold it into a question, and I just said I was spending too much time on it. I'm like, never mind. I'm just going to like go over some points, and we can converse about them. Um, because sure. I do actually like I do want to get it like recite them with you or share them or whatever. Yeah, I don't know sure. what you yeah. Um, so the first thing is a little kind of like life intersecting with something else you're doing. Um, apparently, singer David Bowie was previously mm. considered to play the Joker in the previous film. Apparently, yes. Yep. But apparently, he was also in contention for the role of Shrek, the role of. Um, uh, the aforementioned Christopher Walken. Uh, but yep. apparently David Bowie declined in order to appear in David Lynch's Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, which, as a Twin Peaks fan, the television show, the original show, is great. That movie was utter trash. Even when you have yeah. David Bowie in it, it was still not good. So I, I don't think that... It's hard to say if David Bowie made the right decision because, like... Shrek is a very weird role, so maybe he should have picked Batman, but I don't know. Maybe it was a lose-lose. It's hard to say. The other thing that surprised me was apparently Michelle Pfeiffer was not the original um, choice for Catwoman. No. It was someone who I had to look up her filmography because I wasn't familiar with her, but it was someone named Annette Benning, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she decided. Well, she got pregnant, and then she, she was got pregnant. And, yeah. She she was replaced by Michelle Pfeiffer, and actually, Michelle Pfeiffer got a higher salary than Annette Benning was originally scheduled to get. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer also had to. So a bunch once she needed to be replaced, mm. a bunch of people auditioned for this. Oh, um, and okay. Michelle Pfeiffer had to audition like twenty plus times. <laughs> what? Um, but finally got it. And something else that's actually really interesting. So we hear a lot of the time about how uncomfortable the bat suit is. You hear people who like have acted as Batman and they tell you like what an awful nightmare it is to wear mm. that suit. Sure. Um, Catwoman's suit, which if it's... If it's not tight, then I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> right. Um, was so restricting and so tight that it actually was suffocating on her. Oh. And they could only record a couple of lines at a time. What? Before they had to, like, let her out of it for a bit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Uh, yeah. The final thing that I just found interesting, just some other choices that they were considering for the Penguin. Apparently, Dustin Hoffman, John mm -hmm. Candy, yeah, Alan Alan Rickman. Yeah, that one's weird. That one is weird. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one I just shrugged my shoulders, but Phil Collins, who other than yeah, well, being in know. Hook, I can't picture his acting chops. Um, uh, Hook. He's not in Hook. Yeah, he is. No. Isn't he? He's like he a is. very side character. He's like plays a detective or something in Hook. When when the children go missing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, it's like one scene. It's like 
not even a full yeah. scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, um, yeah. Okay. The next, the last two oh, on this list. He's a dick in that movie. He's. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, well, he doesn't believe them. He thinks they're like you know. Would you like? Would he you discredits? Well, I mean, look at the dagger. That's where. Yeah, he... I guess. And that parchment? <sighs> you can't just go buy parchment like that. I guess. I get. Listen, I'm. I'm listening to your points, but I'm also hearing his side of it where I'm like, I'm not going to believe that right off the bat. I'm just not. Yeah, okay. Um, the other two names that I'll just quickly brush over, Christopher Lee, which I do not see at all, and Joe Pesci, which I feel Joe Pesci really wouldn't have had to do much differently to adapt to this role. <laughs> he wouldn't have needed any makeup, is that what no you're saying? No makeup. That's weird. Literally just be like, hey, we've got this thing called the GoPro. It's 1992, but it's just in its like trial phase. Anyway, we're just going to plant it on your desktop here, uh, like your tabletop right. here, and we'll just do just do your normal daily routine, and we'll just see what works. Pretend, pretend you're running for mayor, and go. <laughs> you would just have a penguin that would spend the whole time going... Friggin' frigid, fresh, fresh, friggin' friggin' fresh, Right. I'm going to kill that kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the one thing when I'm just scrolling here, you mentioned Danny Elfman, and I'm dropping a bomb here. It's not really a bomb. We might not follow through with this, but I just realized he did the soundtrack for the Mission Impossible Mission Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that's the series we need to. If we if time was not an issue, I feel like we got to tackle that Mission Impossible and get that Tommy Cruise. Tommy Cruz fix. But that's I would say by like twenty twenty four we will be ready to (laughs) That soon. I'm surprised you're open to it that soon. Uh, Well I'm just I'm just playing I'm just playing things out and trying to figure out when Batman will be done and mm. and then there's a couple other series that we've already like Yeah, yeah. Yeah discussed. Okay. So you're not even trolling. Like you're being you're seriously considering it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, no, I would do it. I, the first Mission Impossible is a pretty good movie, actually. Okay, The second okay. one, yeah. I've only seen the first two. Mm, I think and I've the seen second number one, one didn't make me want to continue. So. Sure, I, I've seen number one, can't comment on number two, but okay, interesting. Yeah, the first one's great. First one's okay. great. All right, well, we'll, yeah. we'll continue this conversation at a later date. But for now, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Um... So yeah, so I mean, I've got some, I've got some fun tidbits I could hit you with right off the top. Hey, yeah, you run this show. Tell me, tell me them. All right, so donkey. No, I can't keep that up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so originally Tim Burton wasn't coming back. Um, oh, of his own, like of his own choice. Was, yeah, well, he just didn't wasn't a wasn't a sequel guy. Oh, um, okay. And neither was uh, neither was Michael Keaton. Didn't really like the idea oh. of, of the huh. sequel. Um, this script, I mean, this movie took on a lot of different. It was originally called Batman Two. That's um, <laughs> you know. so lame. That is, I'm yeah. sorry. That's uh, then bad. they went with Batman Returns. Um, but yeah, I mean, this film. There was a lot of different things. A lot of different iterations mm. that uh that this film took originally robin was going to be in this film oh actually okay. originally robin was going to be like one of the early scripts of the first movie robin is in oh 
Huh. Yeah, where the Joker, like, the circus comes to town and the Joker kills Robin's parents. and Dang. Because that's the origin of, of the first Robin, right? Is he's, oh, uh, he's, sure. He's an acrobat with the with the, the flying Graysons. Hmm. Um, and then he, he witnesses his parents being murdered, very much similar to Bruce. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's he's taken in as, as Bruce's protege. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, so that was that was originally going to be the thing. Then uh, Tim Burton was like, nah, I, <laughs> no, I, I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> and then he was going to be in this one. Um, and uh, this time Penguin. Circus is back in town. Penguin's going to kill his parents. Hmm. Um, and once again, Tim Burton was like, eh. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know about that. Um, had had he been in this, the person who would have played him is uh, is Marlon Wayans. Hmm. Do you know who that is? I'm doing a quick Google search because it's not ringing a bell. Marlon Wayans. What would I know him from? White Chicks, Scary Movie. Oh. Um, yeah. Huh. So that would, I mean, that would have been, certainly that would have been a, a, a monumental moment in yeah. comic book cinema to have had a, a, a black Robin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, but that got kiboshed. Um, a couple other changes. Um, Billy D. Williams was supposed to come back and be in this uh, one. Yes. Um, as Harvey Dent. Sure. And the kiss... The electrifying kiss that happens at the end of this film between Selena and Max, mm-hmm. where she like electrocutes him. Yep. That was supposed to be a kiss between Selena and Harvey. Oh. In which in which the left hand side of Harvey's face gets badly scarred from the electrocution. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this film was supposed to, or like at one point in time, was going to end with the creation of Two-Face. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't happen. Um, right. So yeah, which, just, which I mean... Note, oh, while you're on that, that note, just unfortunate that Billy D. Williams did not come back. Unfortunate, yeah, for sure. But um, also, uh, so while we're on that note, you can't blame him because in the first film they literally had him hold open a door, and that's about the extent of his of his character. Yeah, for sure, he's got like two lines or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's um, so this is this is the last film with Tim Burton, and um, oh, I, that I did not know. Yeah, so this is the last film Tim Burton's directing. It's also hmm. the last time we see Michael Keaton as Batman. That I I wasn't sure, but I was I had I had a feeling, and I was a little sad. And, um, I'm going to give you. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Mm-hmm. What is the reason <laughs> why Tim Burton does not return to do the next Batman movie? Uh, is it A? Oh, oh, choice is good. Good, good. Is it A? Because he wasn't going to be offered enough. Hmm. Okay. Seems logical. Is it, is it B, because he was headed off to direct, he was busy directing or, or trying to get his movie Superman Lives 
where <laughs> Nicolas Cage was playing Superman <laughs> up and up and running. He was in the, the you know, he was just busy. <laughs> was it C because of McDonald's? Hmm. Or was it D because Michael Keaton wasn't going to return? And if Michael Keaton wasn't going to return, then Tim Burton wasn't wasn't sure. interested in doing it. Sure. I so A, I would like to believe that just as an artist, he would have put that aside and said, Hey, I might not be getting enough, but let's continue this journey artistically. So I'm I'm not gonna say A. B obviously tickles my fancy because I just found out about that few weeks ago, I think with the episode with Tim Chismar on here about the whole Nicolas Cage uh, yeah, Superman so. yeah. almost kind of almost happening. Um, yeah, I should. I still need to send you pictures. And there's oh. like, there's footage. <laughs> there's like test footage of Nick Cage in oh. the, a Superman suit. My gosh. I'm not going to go with that. D, I think, is probably what it is. And I totally get that. I totally respect it. And I totally think it could physically be what's what the actually answers but i want to go with c because i want c to be true i want it to be true i don't know how it would be true i don't know in what way that you know mcdonald's would impede this from happening but i'm going with c because i want it to be the answer so c mcdonald's so when you have a company such as mcdonald's <laughs> that um agrees to do tie-in movie tie-in toys um and promotes a movie with a a line of happy meal toys okay and then the movie comes out and you have danny devito choking (laughs) on green vomit and (laughs) making sexual passes at people right and and batman using the the afterburner on the batmobile to set people on fire right and all of these things (laughs) right Right. mcdonald's has a shit fit oh man which then next time around when it comes to make a third movie um (laughs) McDonald's or or Warner Brothers says they get cold feet and they say, um, we're going to go with Tim. Tim, would you mind stepping down? We're going to go with sort of a a, a lighter (laughs) tone. Wow. Wow. No way. Yeah. So McDonald's McDonald's is is one of the main reasons why. (laughs) Tim Burton. And then and then the guy that they bring in to do the next one? Yeah. Is like they they make it light and and goofy mm. and campy and cheesy sure. and stuff. Sure. And so then Michael Keaton was like, yeah, f this. <laughs> f this. <laughs> and he walked. Right, right. I think that's yeah. quote unquote what he said. And then Michael Gow, the guy who plays Alfred, is like, well, I don't know what else I'm going to do, so I'll stay. Oh, does he stay? Okay, okay. He stays, and the only other carry-through is the guy that plays Commissioner Gordon for the minute or two that Commissioner (laughs) Gordon is even in these movies. Literally. um, Is like, ah, without this, I can only afford tuna, so I... (laughs) I mean, I'm yeah. not. No one wants me in anything else. So right, I, right. I 
But yeah, so because of McDonald's, this is the last time you will see Tim Burton, you know. And um, however, as long as this whole Flashpoint thing actually pans out, it might not be the last time you see Michael Keaton as Batman. Right, which which I am, for one, am excited about, which I would like. That'd be so good. Old Man Bruce is, oh oh yeah, it'd be amazing. Anything Michael Keaton. Yeah, hit it up. Yeah. Hit it up. Um, so yeah, there you go. It's fun. Wow. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I tipped my cap to you. That was fascinating. That was interesting and um, very on point. All right. So let's get into it. Um, mm. Right off the bat, different different bat suit. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I right? noticed so it. So it's yeah. So if you like, if you look it up right now, the first bat suit has got his six pack that's built into the bat suit is yep. very organic looking yep. it looks yep. like a six-pack mm. the batman return suit is very armored looking it's very yes. like yes straight edges kind of and i like it i think it works cool i think it's kind of a, a really cool cool look yeah i thought it was i think it was decent uh, you know between watching these two films, we just watched the Justice League, and there was something about yep. the Ben Affleck costume that I actually really thought was good. Um, yeah. So the I you know the Batman Returns costume was decent, but not my favorite. But uh, I had no problems okay. with it. No problems with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's different Gotham. Hmm. Um, yeah. Gotham's gotten a bit of a redesign, a bit of an overhaul. Hmm. Um. And, and a lot of the reasons behind that is like part of Tim Burton's condition to come back was that he was given a lot more creative control. Because mm. this would have been why af- this would have been after Scissor Hands, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is why you you watch the first one and you're and and then afterwards someone is like. Hey, that's that was a Tim Burton movie, and you go, "Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I can see that." You watch this one, and someone says that was a Tim Burton film, and you go, "Well, no shit." Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This honestly. feels like a Tim Burton Batman movie. Yeah, when you like literally the first one is a Batman oh. movie directed by Tim Burton, whereas this is a Tim yeah. Burton Batman movie through and the, through. You you you've hit it on the head. With the first one, you have to squint and you go, "Oh yeah, I guess I see a bit of Tim Burton like here and there." This one, like right. two minutes in, you're you're going his, like, "Wow, you're just leaning on your old trick bag there, uh, Tim Burton." Yeah, like, his 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 styles, his styling of German expressionism really mm, comes through in this film. Heavy. Yeah. Um, so Penguin, I mean, so, okay, so right off the bat, I mean, the first, so the first Batman movie, um, took a lot of liberties with the characters, sure. right? Making Joker the one that killed Bruce's parents. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Which is, is not a comic thing. Um, in this, yeah, I mean, there's some changes that happens, right? You've got, you've got Penguin. They, he kind of redesigned Penguin. Right, so Penguin is normally just like a short little guy that has, uh, you know, he wears suits and he's very, he's very dapper. He's very gentleman, um, crime boss type, whatever. He's not this hmm. like deformed half human, half penguin guy. Right. 
Um, so that's that's a Burtonism for sure. Hmm. Um, and then yeah, some of the stuff with like Catwoman, Catwoman dying, and then uh, or Selena Kyle dying, and then kind of being like molested back to life by these alley cats. Like what the um, heck did I watch? That was is also is also like that first cat's just like licking her in the mouth. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That's which if you don't have consent, that is like anyways. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's I mean, there's some Burtonism stuff there too, right? Like he he takes he takes a lot of liberties with some things. Sure. Um but that's fine. I you know what, I don't mind it. I I quite enjoy I quite enjoy Danny DeVito's penguin mm. um for what he is. And Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> She's just, I mean, she's fun. She's incredible. This whole, like when she, when she comes um, cartwheeling and flipping out of, out of Max Shrek's department store that she's like rigged up with the microwaves and the aerosol cans. Mm. And she comes somersaulting out, somersaulting out. And then she, she stops right in front of them and like out of breath, she looks at them and she's like, Meow. And then the building explodes. You're like, oh my goodness! Like she's, yeah, she's, she's good. Um, but yeah, through and through. Listen, this is this is my favorite Batman movie that is currently released. Oh wow! I don't know if I would argue that it's the best Batman movie, but it is my favorite Batman movie. Oh wow! If I have to sit and watch a Batman movie, it's also coincidentally one of my favorite Christmas movies. Right, which is it was I was reading it was released in June, which I just find hard to watch yeah, this well, in the summer. But in this, this, yeah, I definitely have uh, some merit, like labeling it as a Christmas film based on what what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, geez, I'm punching my microphone. So tell me, um, tell me your thoughts. I'm gonna disappoint you, but I what else didn't... is new? <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I I found it a little disappointing compared to the first one. I'm not gonna lie, and oh, I'm I'm actually that's cons- fair. I'm well. So we'll get into what I gave this at the end. But I obviously gave this an applicable score. I'm actually considering going back and giving considering giving the first film a higher score. I Damn honestly okay. I honestly wonder <laughs> if I was holding back if I went too hard on it. Saying, okay, we got to hold back. There's more to come. Got to give some room to grow. When I was watching this and I was trying to score it and analyze it, there was just a lot of things where I just enjoyed the previous film more and I enjoyed aspects okay. of it more. And yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I, and I, I didn't know this was your favorite going into it, but I definitely did know that a lot of people held it in high regard, both Batman fans, both just film fans. This movie just gets a lot of hype. So I think I did have some built up high expectations, high expectations that that maybe that played into it a bit as well. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I trying to just like figure out why I didn't like it. I don't know if there was just too many directions in this film. If I just found it with the penguin and Catwoman and Christopher Walken's character. I just wonder if maybe they choose a bit fewer, kind of developed the fewer things just a bit more richly with, you know, just a bit more interest and a bit more character storyline. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where where it exactly went wrong, but I think that had something to do with it. Okay. Yeah. 
And it came to a head. There was a scene near the end where like a million penguins are running around with rockets on their back. And when we, there's a lot of different stuff going on with the, like with the penguin and just compared to the previous film, when you've got Jack Nicholson going, tell me son, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then comparing it to like penguins running around with rockets on their back, I was like, oh, uh, oh, really? See, yeah. to me, this is like, I think that's part of what I love is that sure. it's like, it feels like a, a, it feels like a comic universe. Like it feels like to me, that's true. This is Gotham because like the thing is, okay, look, because I was thinking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Um. These like exploding penguins and right. and supernatural beings like Catwoman mm. and stuff like that. Um, let's take let's take Christopher Nolan's universe for a second. Yep. Um, someone like Christopher Nolan's Joker. Mm. Even even someone like um, even someone like. Tim Burton's Joker. Does it really, you know, when you when you have a character like that, um, you know, or or Christopher Nolan's Bane, mm. who's just a mercenary. Yep. That's all he is. Do you really need? How incompetent is the army and the police force, and? everybody else that you need a you need a batman in order to deal with that <laughs> right whereas like something about this catwoman and this this penguin right is like justifies they're 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 extreme enough they're they're you know above normal enough that you need above normal to come and deal with them mm do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. If 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 it was just you know like the first Superman movie, the 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 Man of Steel, the first of the newer the yes. Henry Cavill Superman yep. movies. Yep. It makes sense. You have a Kryptonian, so mm. you need Superman to deal with it. No one else can deal with this. Right. Has to be Superman. Whereas if you if you took Zod out of the first, out out of Man of Steel. And you plopped Tom Hardy's Bane in there, you would get halfway through the movie and you'd be like, what is this shit? Like, who, why, <laughs> why do we need, like, he's just a little overqualified. Mm. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the thing about, like, Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker. Cool character, sure. Right. But he's just a terrorist. Right. He's just an asshole with a knife and a, and a bazooka. Yeah, he could be taken down by. Bring in a tank. Bring in a Bradley assault vehicle and and shoot this sucker in the face. Like, we don't. You don't right. need Batman to do this. Mm. Whereas when you have someone like Penguin, or you have Catwoman, someone this Catwoman, especially, who has like these acrobatic abilities and like mm. she's got the whip and the nine lives and all this stuff. It's just Batman makes more sense to me. Yeah. In that. You yeah, know, yeah. In yeah. that. In in this. In this. In this Batman Returns world, in this universe where there is the bizarre, 
we need the bizarre in order to deal with it. That's when right. it feels less weird. You know, and that's an than interesting. Just, yeah. You know, that that, that is whereas, an interesting. You know, point. in in that world, you have the police. The police force go. <laughs> We've got a half human, half penguin, and a woman who's like got abilities of a cat. Mm. Let's let this guy that dresses up as a bat go and deal with them. And that kind of makes sense. Right. This is it, out of it our territory. Makes sense. Out of our territory. Kinda, out of our territory. Whereas yeah. in Christopher Nolan's thing, when you've got Joker and they're like, oh, this guy who's like taking hostages. <laughs> uh, we've got this vigilante, though. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the throat cancer guy. Send him in. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I do wonder. Right. I do wonder when you're elaborating on this. I do wonder if it does come down to our fundamental differences as far as I'm less intrigued with something being more comic book or you know like DC feeding sure. into the realities of that universe. As with I'm watching it and I go, "Hey, yeah, maybe this doesn't really fit the fit the peg for me as far as uh, you know." I, I think well, what you're making makes sense comic book wise as far as you like the, the zaniness or the weirdness of Penguin or, or what yeah, Catwoman I mean, brought to the table. I'm young and spry and have imagination. and <laughs> I'm set in my ways, boy. You're old, shriveled, and just <laughs> like things to be real. Yeah. You just, you just don't, you know, you're like, I just can't. There's, there's no, they wouldn't actually do that. <laughs> well, and even when I'm thinking back to the Joker, like I think I even, again, I think I was too hard on it. But the things that I liked about the Joker were the realities of him and him, like the kind of terror, the terrorizing components of him were more reality based. And then there was the more sure. comic booky things, which I was like, okay, I can take or I can leave. Which now okay. that I'm talking yeah. out loud, I think that kind of explains maybe maybe my distaste for some of the things in this film. I still think this is the best Batmobile, and I think it gets showcased better in this one. Where, sure. yeah, you've got this Bat... Like, the Tumblr is a Tumblr. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it does that bullshit thing... <laughs> excuse me, that bullshit thing with the motorcycle thing that comes out of it. Right. Which is... There's no way that that's... There's no way that's stock. That's... Mm -hmm. They've... They've done something to that. Right. Um, but this one, yeah, it's like it's got it. It, it almost feels like a James Bond car. It's sure. got gadgets. Yeah. You want a Batmobile that's got gadgets that can do things. That is, it's not just an armored vehicle. Mm. You know. Yeah. So uh, that's that's fun for me. Um, there's one line and there's one moment in this movie that gives me chills every time, just because I think it's so beautifully acted and so well huh. written. Huh. It's okay. at it's at Max Shrek's masquerade party thing. Oh, when Selena she's got the gun and she's like, she's revealed that she's gonna like she snapped right. She's gonna kill yep. Max, and I mean yep. he threw her out a window. Hey, like, yep. I you know she seems crazy, but like her motivations are they check out. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like, and they repeat, although they like switch roles mm -hmm. for for this little like, that you know, cool. mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Mm. A kiss can be even deadlier if if you mean it. Mm. And in that moment, they realize mm. simultaneously. Yep. They realize who each other are, and and there's this moment where she goes, 
oh my god and like and she like starts he pulls her closer as this quick like just trying to he's trying to figure out what to do yep and she goes she goes does this mean we have to start fighting (laughs) and it's like and to me it's such a brilliant moment because it's like um it's it's this like it yeah it's a moment where the the characters almost question why it is that they do and they do. Hmm. Like right. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle have no interest in fighting each other. Right. Yeah. Batman and Catwoman do. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes this thing of like which which identity is our actual identity? Hmm. Who do we who do we need to stay true to in this moment? Hmm. And so I think that's a lot of fun. I think, um, yeah, that's a fun moment. I like that, you know, the main goal in this movie for the longest time is to, to, we'll, we'll, we'll turn Batman into the enemy. Mm, yeah. We'll, we'll try to, to try to frame him and trash his name so that like, that is how we, that's how we destroy him. We make people stop believing in him. Hmm. And so that was fun. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's it's the color palette. It's the fact that it's Michael Keaton. It's, um, it's everything. It's just such a, such a fun Batman movie. The moment where, where Selena Kyle is, is being held hostage with the, the taser in the beginning when the, right. the circus crew is like attacking yep. and Batman shoots the grappling hook at the wall and the guy goes, you missed. <laughs> and he like yanks it mm-hmm. and like, you know, knocks the guy out with it. I was like, that's so cool. Yep. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, through and through, I could talk about this thing all day. It's, it's, it's just, it's nostalgic for me. We, I had it growing up. Um, and it's just, it's, it's amazing through and through. I absolutely, I absolutely love this film. Well, no, now hear me out. Like I think there's there's traces here. I think there's stuff to work with. Like I'm I'm still on the Michael Keaton train. I I think I always will be. Like I think just compared to the previous one, there were some less moments with Alfred interactions. Even his romantic moments in this one with Selena Kyle, they they weren't as as um as potent as I found the, the romantic dating, romantic scenes in the first film. Um, With but, Vicky, but, yeah. But there were still times of the lines that you just recited about the mistletoe where it's like, okay, we've got this mirroring of something that was said before and even just their their, their acting without dialogue where you realize they realize it. They're 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 now questioning what they do next. There were there were there were trace amounts of like, okay, we've still got something here. I still like Michael Keaton. And of the three villains, like I agree, like Catwoman needs to be there. She's good. She's got a compelling backstory. Um I, I did find it disturbing, like just the whole revival thing where the cats like are just licking her and she just I I don't even know what happens. Um but I did bring her back, man. I <laughs> listen. Yeah, this um, is why this is why I own a cat because I know it'll eat you. I, and, I fear oh. for my own mortality, so I sure. know now. Yeah, that I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But I think so. I think the issue I have though is just I would have liked more time devoted to her because I think there was something there, and it didn't go as I didn't. 
it didn't score as high with me with Catwoman because she didn't have as much time devoted to her. And then also just as a character, not as a comic book character, but just as a character on screen, I just had times just kind of aligning with her motivations because I understand that she's trying to get revenge for someone throwing her out of a building, but then she was just kind of taking a roundabout way of it, like not just immediately coming back, just kind of interacting with Christopher Walken, but like not really doing anything about it, but then deciding to do something at the end of the film. And it, I just, I just had time trouble kind of just getting in line with just wondering what, what, what is your jive right now? What's going on? So I think well, I don't have a problem with I mean, her. It's, I just... it's, it's hard to say because you have to question, like, is the her that came back the her that died? Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, has 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 she changed? Is yeah. she, like, you know, normal human being would, yeah, would just go seek her immediate revenge. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. whereas she's not a normal human being. So, no. I mean, there's, there's, no. there's room to... to justify things there i guess yeah I, I i guess of the three i can live with catwoman the most and i think that was the closest to being actually accomplishing something with me christopher walken i think between christopher walken's role and and penguin you just got to choose one and stick with it because i found christopher walken a little cliche he's just kind of like the comic book villain with with penguin i just found him again really one-dimensional um he wasn't intimidating he was more comical than realistic and I hit on this before, like Jack Nicholson with that, those stellar lines. Like I just found him, his menacing kind of ways more interesting, more relatable as just a character on screen. With Penguin, it got to a point where I just, I wasn't rolling my eyes metaphorically, but I wasn't impressed. I was like, okay, like we get it. You're, oh, okay. you, you who you are. So I think you just got to pick one of those cliches and stick with one and then Catwoman and then just, just kind of grow on those things. But Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. It is fair. I disagree, respect, respectfully. But oh, and I totally get it. And I, it does sound like I'm in the minority here because everyone, as far as film pundits or Batman pundits, they love Batman Returns. Like they say, this is the film. So, I'm a little. I'm it a little sad. I'm a little sad. To be it honest. wasn't until this viewing that I fully re- picked up on all of Penguin's like weird sexual comments. Like he's like, and I mean, right? He's the age he is, and he like, yeah. You know what does he add? He's had penguins. Like I, like <laughs> I don't know, right? Yeah, like, you can't. I fault guess him. he's like, but he's like, you know, get some social cues, India man. Like well, you're, I mean, like who? who he's a little he, weird. Like you said, he he lives with penguins, so you can't justify what he's doing, but you can't. Yeah, you know he he's never had someone to say like, dude, she said no, or dude, that's weird. You don't say things like that to people. It's, yeah. Uh, well, and he's never, you know, he's like, I don't know, how old would you guess he is? He's like, thirty three. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Thirty three. He's a. He looks awful for thirty three. He looks um, horrible for thirty. He looks like sixty three. No, he looks like yeah. eighty three. Maybe um, ninety three. Yeah. So it, it the guy's thirty three years old and he hasn't yeah. even made it to first base. So, I mean, <laughs> I understand that he's like, he's he's frustrated. He's, there's some sexual frustration there. I guess um, so. I, you know. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's fine. 
It's such a good movie. I, I love this movie so much. Anyways, mm. um, do you have anything else? No, that that pretty much wraps it up for, for Batman. All right, zero to ten. Break well, my like heart. I said, like I said, I think the 1989 will be my favorite Batman rendition. That was my prediction. That'll be my favorite other than the Christopher Nolan ones. Oh, I, oh, I'm going to use this now. I was going to, I thought about this one-liner all day and sure. I, I didn't use it. It's not a one-liner, but it's a phrase I wanted to use. I haven't been this disappointed in a Batman film since The Dark Knight Rises. Really? To a degree. So, to a degree. So you're putting you're putting Adam West above both The Dark okay. Knight Rises. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> True. True. I'm just like, saying with the hype on. that was around Dark Knight Rises at the time and the hype that I was like, ooh, we're moving forward with this uh, Michael Keaton series, both just kind of let me down a bit. But Sure. Okay. I gave I That's gave fair. this a 5 out of 10 on my score. Okay. And which falls into the category I would pay money to rent this. I totally would. I would I would never need feel the need to see it in a theater, but I don't regret watching it. I likely won't watch it again. On Marshall scale, it was a four. So Screw a little bit you, more. Marshall. <laughs> Batman, just of note, I gave it a six point one last time. I think I'm gonna bump it to a seven point one, quite honestly. Wow, a whole yeah. whole ten percent. That's I think okay. so. Yeah. That's fair. I'm curious. I'm assuming it's a nine plus, but what did you give this out of ten? Oh, it's a nine. It's a nine out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's yeah. That's makes sense. I don't like to give tens. So you don't. You I do not. Give a 10, you do not like to give tens. Well, I just. I feel like it's like. I feel like giving a ten hurts your credibility, right? Like it's. Yeah. It's. It's like. Yeah. It's ten out of ten, and you're like, ah, but is it? Like, is it? I, is this flawless? If you perfect? give if you give a lot of tens, I would agree with you. But if it's like a handful, like a small handful, I think I think unless you can make an argument that there's nothing in the film you would change, nothing, oh, then yeah. a ten out of ten is just like an emotional yeah. knee jerk response. Yeah, I mean, okay, intellectually, you're making a good point because ten needs to be flawless. Yeah, so, there can be no. There can, you know, I'll take a, I, I will not scoff. I will never scoff at a 9.9. Sure. But and I will scoff at me, a 10. And now you have me rethinking, because I, again, I have probably less than five, like 10 out of 10s. And now I'm wondering, okay, maybe they should be 9.9s because I'd change one small thing. I don't even know if I would, but it's an interesting, right. it's an interesting point. Like I gave our last Black Mirror episode a 10 out of 10. And that's because I, I will, there's nothing, there's nothing yeah. I, there was no moment where I was like, ah, like I which just I'm, loved it. Which I'm, again, I'm, I, this is my theme this week. I, I I wish I'd given it higher. For some reason, I gave it a seven, that Black Mirror episode. And it was the the White Christmas episode for, for context. And it was so good. You need to start sleeping on things. I, like. <laughs> I write a number and I stick with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen. Mm, I'm listening. Are you listening? No. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to ask you a question, but I don't want to ask it to you. Oh. I would rather other people ask it okay. of you. Okay. End of me. Um, so listen, folks, this is what you want to do. Do you want a $10 iTunes gift card? Yes. Yeah, I heard crickets, but... Um, I said, <laughs> I said yes. 
Yeah, well, but it was it was not <laughs> convincing. Um, yeah. Well, then win it. Then win one. Mm. Then win one. <laughs> Look, you have two options. Mm. If you want to win a ten dollar iTunes gift card. What actually? If you want to win one of three, so like you have good one shots. of three. One of three. Odds are odds are stupid good. Yeah. Stupid good. Okay. If you want to win one of three ten dollar iTunes gift cards, what you want to do is either currently be or within the next month or so. Yeah. The show is taking a bit of a hiatus, so we might yeah. extend this. A oh bit. yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Um. But like at least until like between now and like mid May 2021, yeah. you want to be either supporting us for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon. Mm-hmm. The link for that is posted down below. Yep. Or using the Facebook Messenger app or emailing it to us or whatever, you mm. want to say the following. Hi, my name is blank. I'm from blank. This mo- this week I watched, and then you insert a movie that you watched this week or in the last couple of weeks, whatever. Mm. <laughs> what did you guys watch? And that's it. And you send that to us in a quick little audio clip. We're gonna post it in the show. It will it will happen like in this moment instead of instead of me asking it. <laughs> it you know your right. voice will be there, uh, and then you're automatically entered. Automatically entered. Do it. Stupid easy. It's all you gotta do. Yeah. Or support us on Patreon. The link yeah. is posted below. Yeah. Um, having said that, what'd you watch this week, Pete? I watched a few things of interest. So, the first will be a film called, I'm just getting the title up. It was called The Salvation. It was from 2014. It was a Western. It starred Mads Mikkelsen, so Le Chief from Casino Royale. It also starred Eva Green, which was uh, Vesper, so from Casino Royale. So it was honestly like a Casino Royale homecoming. Um, it also had Jonathan Price, who was like the old man from from Pirates of the Caribbean. But regardless, it was a Western I watched. Interesting. Nothing too remarkable as far as um, it was what it was. Um, fascinating view, I suppose, but uh, nothing to write home about. So I watched The Salvation. Then I watched and I listened to something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mention both. I finished the Disney Plus series WandaVision, and yeah, shout out to Patreon listener, Patreon supporters, or people considering being Patreon supporters. I listened to our Patreon exclusive bonus episode, which Brady released of his review of WandaVision. So and I watched that. Did you concur with a lot of those points? I would concur. You know, I, as a human being, there's obviously some things that I was like, eh, and obviously some things I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, for the most part, I think I agreed. Uh, you gave it a score out of ten. I, 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 I don't know if I want to let the water out. If you want to let the water out, that's that's up to you. But I differed with your score. But I would probably give sure. it in the seven out of ten range. I I okay. gave it a seven out of ten. I thought it was a decent view. It was a fun view. Um, there was a couple times I let this. I thought the series kind of let the the wind out of the sails a little bit, where I would have done something differently. But overall, I think it was just it's fun, and it's exciting to be having all these series come out. And if nothing else, I am just so beyond excited for the Loki series coming out. And yeah, um, I don't want to build up my hope too much, but even before seeing 
what, what they did with WandaVision, which was something I had zero interest in. Watching WandaVision, I was like, ooh, th- this is fun. This is interesting. I was interested in Loki beforehand, so I am even more interested in Loki. So are you moving on to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier now? I, I don't think so. I mean, I was what? on the fence. I was on the fence with WandaVision. And oh, both. It's, but it's there's stuff. Like, have you seen spoilers? I no, I haven't. Okay, so this is. I mean, I this isn't. This is something that's going to entice you to watch the show. Sure. And I don't really think this is a spoiler because it's. I mean, it's all over the internet sure. at this point. Listen for the next ten seconds. <laughs> just plug your ears if you don't want to know. It's not even a spoiler. It's in the trailers. It's in like everyone's talking about this. Sure, sure. But Pete. There is a new Captain America. Hmm. You need to get you like it's it's hmm. the stuff that is happening in this show. The stuff that's happening in all of these shows. None of them are like, oh, you skip this one and then just go on to the next MCU right. movie when it comes out. These right. are like these shows are MCU changing shows. Hmm. So if you're going to stay caught up and re- it's like skipping a Star Wars episode. You right. can't just like do that and then show up and be like, ah, okay, so fill me in. What's who's this guy? <laughs> like, right. yeah, you gotta. It's only six episodes. It's only gonna okay. be a six episode run, and it's really good. It's really good. I was not interested in this one. Sure. I was interested in Wandavision, and okay. I'm looking forward to Loki. I was yes. not interested in in Falcon and Winter Soldier all that much. It's a blast. Okay, okay. it's a blast. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, well, all I will say is I will give the trailers a view. And um, and again, one more shout out to the Patreon episode. It was good. Um, you have a good radio voice. I enjoyed it. And it was a fascinating wrap up of the series. So thank you. Take a I also listen. I have a good radio face. Um, so I, that's, oh, hmm. you know, that's why okay. this isn't a video show. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. Depressing, but yeah. What did you watch this week? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Like I said, school's just been nuts. Right. I got a cat this past Ooh, week. Ooh. Nice. Um. So that's the thing. And yeah. Nice. Can you yeah. part or share what the name of the cat is? Yeah, I can. So it's a female. Okay. And you're gonna love this. I hope so. Is it? Her <gasps> name is Ves. Her name yeah. is Vesper. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Does yeah. she look like so. Eva Green at all? Um, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if that would be like an insult to her or like a compliment to the cat or... <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm not comfortable answering that. Yeah, maybe just bypass that. Yeah. Okay, wrap this shit up, dude. All right. Thank you, Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. It does mean a lot to us. Um, like, follow, subscribe. All the social media pages are below. That's where we send out our new information, our future votes for where you tell us what to do. If you're feeling so inclined, check out our Patreon page, our merchandise page. It's ways for you to help us maintain the show, help us to grow the show, and it's ways for us to give you some perks back and say thank you for supporting us. And like Brady said before, we've got our current giveaway going on for the next few weeks where... We're giving away three different iTunes cards worth 10 bucks. If iTunes isn't your jam and you win, just let us know and we can always swap it out. So don't let iTunes be the rate determining factor that you say no to this because of. But all you have to do to enter is just 
Continue supporting us, us on Patreon if you already do. Join us on Patreon if you don't yet. Or send us an audio clip, like Brady said, to uh, set up our What You Watch segment. Yeah, like, to be honest, I, I, I would have no use for an iTunes gift card. Right, and I, I feel like I should clarify that because... A lot of people use it to rent things, but yeah, there are a lot of people that would have no use. So I want to clarify, if if you win, we'll figure something out and you could say, no, I really want a insert blank $10 gift card and we'll hook you up. Yeah, like the, the you know, the $10 to the love shop or something. Like, what, you know, whatever. We'll make, we'll make it work. <laughs> Maybe something more transferable like Starbucks or... I don't know if you could get any, like, you know... Been, I, I like even I don't yeah I don't know isn't even like a bottle of lube is like fifteen dollars or something ten bucks would be useless maybe like yeah go with Star uh, go with Starbucks maybe McDonald's maybe McDonald's yeah do they sell lube no oh I'm I'm confused then. <laughs> <laughs>